0: Welcome to Moneyline. This is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me here on a Tuesday. we got a big show come up. we got Bitcoin breaking below 30,000 for the first time in quite some time, actually moving negative for 2021. Then quickly bouncing back, we'll talk about the long-term play when it comes to Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, talking you off the ledge. We're also talking about the markets and Nasdaq's on pace to at close at the best level ever today. And then, the consumer. It's Amazon Prime, day number two. Not talking Amazon, we're talking the consumer. International, U.S., stocks to add to your watch list, betting on the consumer. All this and more coming up right now on Moneyline. The buck starts here. Moneyline with Matt McCall. Again, this is Matt McCall. Thanks for joining me. It is Tuesday, June twenty second, 2021. Uh, thanks for joining me today here. Uh, it's uh, always happy to, to see the amount of people that watch this, and uh, I'm grateful for that. For those of you that don't hear me at the end of the show, uh, very grateful for all the views, the likes, the comments, the subscribes, all that stuff. Uh, thank you very, very much. Uh, it is, uh, keeps me doing what I'm doing. So I appreciate that before we get into this. As I mentioned, we're going to talk about the market today. NASDAQ on pace to break out to its best closing high ever. We have Bitcoin breaking down, going the opposite way. And then we're going to talk about the consumer a little bit. Uh, to me, the consumer is a little bit overlooked right now, and I think there's some great opportunity uh, looking at the consumer. So let's uh, we'll do the markets here really quick before we jump into Bitcoin because that's really the big story. But let's talk uh, to markets here right now. Let's jump over to the uh, S&P 500. Right now, it's up about three tenths of a percent. Uh, this is Spiders that tracks the S&P 500. Uh, S&P's up about 15 points. Dow's up about 67 points. Nasdaq up 45. Uh, all up between two and three, uh, a third percent or so. Uh, All three right now, it's about 11.15 or so East Coast time at the highs of the day. So uh, you see the S&P had a little bit of pullback, snapping back, looking good. I mentioned the uh, NASDAQ here. Here's the cues that tracks the NASDAQ 100. As you can see, if it closes here, it'd be the best closing price ever on the high of the day, uh, looking very, very strong. So. Overall, market's looking good, Uh, so we're going to keep going with our long-term theme of bullishness here. There's nothing to change that, in my opinion. And now let's take a look uh, at the ARK ETF, and and the reason I'm doing this is is twofold. One, I always like to look at it because it tracks a lot of the innovation and growth that we invest in. Uh, Number two, uh, Jim Cramer made a comment recently about it, and I'm going to discuss that. But right now, it's up about two-thirds of percent, and right here, it'd be closing at the best level. Uh, going all the way back uh, to the last trading day or last couple of trading days of April. So a hell of a snapback. We're now up about 21, 22% from the low, uh, which is really a new bull market technically. We broke that downtrend line. I've been talking about this for a while, that this, this was a gauge. It was there oversold and it was due to come back. And so far, so good it has. And I think that this trend does continue uh, in our and in innovation and in growth. But you know, keeping this up here for a moment... Kramer said something recently, Jim Kramer of CNBC, uh, infamous, uh, Jim Kramer, let's call it. He said, it seems pretty clear that the ARK Invest phenomenon is no longer in play. We're not seeing major outflows here, but the era of Kathy Wood propping these stocks up with her own buying bazooka, I think it appears to be over. You know, I, I had huge respect for Jim Kramer when he started because he, he what he did to get the retail investor, uh, that average investor, interest in the stock market again over a decade ago, I thought was fantastic. And I really still think in in his heart, he's trying to do the best. But at the end of the day, he gets paid a boatload of money to get eyeballs and views on his show. That's the bottom line. That's how he gets paid. If his viewership drops, they drop him. Uh, It's pretty simple. So when when you think about what his uh, motive is, his motive is to have more eyeballs on there. If he's just talking normal market stuff, not talking anything uh, that's going to get clicks or eyeballs, ratings probably fall. That's, that's just unfortunately the way the world works right now. They'll go somewhere else that's a little more exciting. So to do that, he has to go against people that are popular, that people that like and, and bash them. And don't get me wrong, I'm bashing him right now. I'm not doing his reviews. I'm just doing this to try to help the individual investor. Because to say that the ARC phenomenon, as he said, is no longer in play is completely bs they're investing in companies some of the greatest innovation companies of this generation so you're telling me people are no longer going to invest in that type of strategy you're out of your mind it's just complete bs let's take a look at some of the top holdings uh, in in uh, arkk in Ark's big fund that we just looked at tesla Tesla's a, kind of a, a hot, hot button uh, topic because some people love loving it and some people hate it. Uh, to me, there's no doubt in my mind that they're gonna continue to, to grow and expand in energy storage, in, in uh, electric vehicles, autonomous vehicles, a major player there. Teladoc, telehealth, you think me, telehealth is dead? It's just beginning, folks. Shopify, e-commerce, is that dead? No, it's just beginning. Square, online payments, investing in cryptos, cashless society. Is that dead? No, it's just starting. Zoom video. And you may not love the company, but the fact is people are now able to connect via Zoom instead of in person with family, friends, you name it, doing business. United Software, which is a, uh, a, a play on, on gaming. Spotify. Exact Sciences, which is a, one of the great uh, liquid biopsy companies, has ColoGuard. Uh, Zillow future of real estate uh, CRISPR genetics I mean you think about the, 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 the top whatever so stocks I picked out of top 15 holdings there these are trends on an ending so you're telling Jim Cramer's basically telling me that innovation is dead by saying arc is no longer what are the exact words again no longer in play he's saying innovations dead so take that for what it's worth but again, when you hear stuff like this, just remember there's motives behind what he's saying and why he's saying that. And that goes for all the media, folks. Please keep that in mind. All right, let's call it, We need to talk cryptos now. So I just checked a second ago. I can't check on his computer because everything comes up in Cordoba. So it's like a million or so Cordoba's right now uh, for Bitcoin. But Bitcoin this morning fell below 30,000. And that was a pretty important double bottom because we stopped around 30, 31,000 the two prior pullbacks broke below that came down to just above 29,000. It might've even hit 28,8. It, it was right around that level. Last I checked 10 minutes ago, it was back above 30,000. Uh, let me give you a quick check here right now. Uh, it is at 30,700. So uh, as I mentioned, we were we were down much bigger and uh, we, we broke that 30,000 level in the short term here. I don't know if that's the bottom or not. Um, we hit, you know, we did break below twenty nine. Looks like we hit like tw- high 28, twenty eight nine or so, uh, and now we're back up to uh, uh, thirty thousand seven hundred. So um, you could do the math. You're about, you know, what seventeen, almost almost two thousand dollars off the low, eighteen hundred bucks off the low. Um, for the last twenty four hours, it's still down three point four percent. You know, the, the way that I'm that I'm viewing this right now is. Um, You can see, I have a ton of money in Bitcoin and altcoins, and I hate looking at it and seeing it coming down. And I've talked to people today who have uh, big exposure as well. And uh, honestly, I'm not saying that this is is over by any means. I still think Bitcoin and blockchain, uh, long term, the use case for it is still huge. I don't see that going anywhere anytime soon. In the short term, though, on Friday, I said this. On Friday, I said, I don't like the way that it's acting right now. And I really didn't. It looked ugly. I thought for sure it was going to test that 30, 31,000 level. And it actually broke below it. If it snaps right back up, I'm just looking at the chart over here. If it snaps right back up and takes off from here, that was what you call a head fake. It's a triple bottom, head fake, test it, boom, go up. I don't know. I mean, by, by the time this airs, we could be down 25,000. We could hit 20,000. But I've said this to so many people and I'm it on air here as well. I don't know. If Bitcoin goes to twenty thousand before it goes back to sixty-five thousand, I'm pretty damn confident it goes back to sixty-five thousand. I just don't know how it gets there. And what you must keep in mind, folks, is this is still the wild, wild west. This isn't a very regulated market as of yet. And speaking of that, you know, a big reason we've seen the pullback is negative news regarding Bitcoin Ab China. They're really cracking down on the miners right now. Also, they're cracking down on the leverage, which to me, um, and even Novogratz, who's obviously the big uh, Bitcoin proponent from Galaxy Digital, he came out and said the same thing uh, this morning, that the short-term pain of regulation of an asset class, in this case, Bitcoin. He was referring to Bitcoin. For me, I'm referring to all asset classes. When you see regulation in the Wild West to make it just the the West, there will be some pain in the near term. Because what that does, it gets rid of the bad players. There are some places in, in, in Asia where you could leverage your Bitcoin purchases 100 to 1. 100 to 1. That's insanity. So when it goes against you, you have these margin calls, you have people shorting it, trying to knock them out, all kinds of manipulation, all kinds of trading. Again, the wild, wild west. So again, when I look at this long term, my thesis has not changed. I know blockchain is already a major player uh, in so many different industries. I know there are major financial institutions and big-time players moving into blockchain and cryptocurrencies. I mean, Goldman Sachs last week just announced that they're basically the first major U.S. bank to allow their high net worth clients direct access access to Bitcoin. I don't see that any anytime soon. And it comes down to simple economics, folks, and that is supply and demand. There's about 19 million, just under 19 million Bitcoins out there. There'll only ever be 21 million. If you have more people and institutions and big money moving into the space, supply will increase, I'm sorry, demand will increase. At the same time, supply will increase over a very long time. So it's stagnant at best. That equals higher prices over the long term. In the short term, simple economics can be thrown out the window but long term i still love it so if that helps you at all and again i'm not telling you to buy or sell or hold or anything i'm just telling you my view long term on this and it remains bullish that's what i have to say all right so that's where you stand right now with bitcoin and um we talked about the markets we talked about bitcoin we talked about arc now let's get into what i want to talk about today and that is the consumer it's day two of amazon prime i've not bought anything because i'm down here in nicaragua and obviously you don't get the amazon prime down here uh, and I don't want it sitting And uh, my, my, I have so much stuff sitting in the uh, concierge of my condo already, I don't need more uh, packages uh, biling up. The other thing that you realize is, living in, a, in, in a, such a impoverished country uh, that I'm living in now, that you don't need stuff. This kind of flies in the face of what I'm about to talk about. You don't need stuff. Um, that being said, there's more money in checking and savings accounts in the U.S. than ever before. And there's probably more money coming from the government. That's gonna lead to consumer spending. The, as Americans, we love to spend. and we're, That's not gonna end anytime soon. Uh, as things reopen, travel, spending. When I'm talking consumer here, you'll see the stocks that I'm gonna talk about. It's not your traditional Macy's and stuff like that. It's anything we're a consumer, the American consumer can spend. So let's jump into it. And again, these are just, these. there's no specific order. There's not buy and sell recommendations. These are just ideas that popped up when I was looking through some charts this morning, looking at uh, the consumer. So let's take a look here at number one. And uh, I'll pull up the chart here for you. Uh, Number one is porch. And I think I've talked about this in the past. This was a SPAC at one point. P-R-C-H is is the uh, symbol of the company. They provide the software platforms and services um, for, for homeowners, basically. And, and for some people that do work in home, whether it's home inspectors, moving companies, real estate agencies, you could use your, use your uh, utilities, even warranties for your appliances, all through this one app, which I think is just fascinating. It's about a $1.8 billion company. Uh, financially, uh, it, it hasn't done much as far as revenue yet. Uh, the last two years, it averaged about 75 million annually uh, in, in revenue. This year though, looking for 178, so more than 100% gain. Uh, If we scroll down, we take a look here, 250 next year, 360 the year after, looking to turn a profit uh, potentially in the next two years. So it's got a path to profitability. It's got very nice uh, upside growth potential here. So this is one to keep an eye on. And if we take a look at the chart, uh, you know, what you can see here in the chart is it ran up on the SPAC and came down when all SPACs came down, came all the way down to 11 and change. Now we're back up to nearly 19 bucks today. Uh, I, I, this is one to keep an eye on because I, I think the housing market continues to, to move higher. Uh, it's a path to profitability. You have annual revenue growth forecasted around 41% the next couple of years. Annual earnings growth around 56% the next uh, few years. So big, big numbers. Not a big company. It's small. Uh, it is one definitely that I would uh, definitely uh, like to keep an eye on uh, and add to the watch list, folks. Again, add to the watch list. No buy or sell recommendations here. And again, these are in new order, so I, a lot of times I'll put these in order, so they all kind of make sense. I did not put these in order today, so when you see this, uh, you might be like, what the hell, how did you get here? So the next one we're going to take a look at is, I can't come up with the symbol, I must have typed it in wrong. Give me one second. There we go. This is uh, Sports, and I might have talked about this before, I'm not quite sure if I did, but look at this chart. This is actually a Chinese company, A N P. DY is where it, how it trades here, uh, as an ADR. But this is a pretty fascinating company to me. It's, it's a sporting goods, uh, really, if you think about it. Uh, they design, develop, manufacture, sporting uh, footwear, apparel, accessories, uh, all types of sports, everything from running to cross-training to basketball, uh, skiing products, you name it. Uh, all different types of uh, brands. Uh, Fila, over in China, is one of them. Uh, they have ANTA, which is the name of the company. Uh, the company's been around since 1994, uh, it has right now nearly 10,000 Anta stores, over 2,000 Fila stores, and about 300 and so uh, of Decente and Colon Sports stores as well. Uh, it's a $60 billion company, so it is, it is a big company. Uh, I, I just love the, the growth that we see here, too. You look at the top line growth going forward, in the next few years, 17.4%, bottom line, 21%. Again, for a consumer, this is nice. Uh, you're, you're looking at, uh, you know, big, big, it's making money already, but you're seeing really, it makes about a, uh, it's estimate, or last year it brought in about a ninety two yuan per share, looking to go up to 8.14 by 2025. So that's that's a 4Xer there in, in a matter of five years. I, I love this. The chart looks great. I wouldn't chase it here. Obviously look for a pullback maybe around the 500 level. Uh, but again, this is the type of stock that, can quietly be a huge winner and you probably never heard of it. Uh, and again, look at this. I mean, look at the chart. You can just see how well this has held up uh, as a consumer play overseas in China. Next one is uh, also a foreign play, one I think I've talked about in the past, CFRUY, uh, Pagni Financiere. Uh, and I, I know I just butchered the hell out of that for anybody who speaks uh, French and I, I, I greatly apologize to you. Uh, but this company is a uh, is high-end luxury goods uh, You probably know some of their brands and again, I've, t- I've talked about this in the past uh, It's jewelry includes Cartier uh, Van Cleef and Arpels. Uh, they have watchmakers Piaget um, uh, Panerai, IWC all great watches uh, Mont Blanc uh, Chloe and uh, some of the, the names out there. They have some boutique stores online stores uh, this is about a $70.7 billion company, so it's a big company. Growth here, top line about 9%, bottom line 17.2%. So top, down, top line not as much, uh, but bottom line's really growing. Uh, I like this because you've seen that breakout in this recent pullback. and I took take a look at a longer-term chart here as well. Major breakout of 10. Uh, we'll pull back to 10. It could, and a lot of support down there, but if it pulls down in here, boy, it looks much more attractive. Uh, but again, a, a, a company that, plays the international, this plays Asia, this plays Europe, this plays the U.S., a lot of names I talked about. The rich are getting richer. I'm not going to try and hide the fact there, especially if we have inflation. Boy, oh, boy, inflation is one of the greatest times for rich people, and they like to spend as well. So the company like this is, again, one you want to keep an eye on. This is kind of a, a, a strange play, but it's one that I want to talk about. It's called Lightspeed POS, and really the reason that this made the uh, the cut here because it broke above this uh, W formation, it's double top, and it provides, um, it's SaaS, software as a service, but for small mid-sized businesses, a lot of uh, retailers, restaurants, golf courses, I just played golf yesterday, Uh, companies based in Canada, uh, valuation Canadian dollars, 13.4 billion dollar company, top line growth expected to be 28% annual, bottom line 32, Uh, big, big growth in this company, and again, Point of sales in the consumer, so it's a, it's a secondary play in the consumer. Let me zoom out a little bit here. You can see how important this breakout is to a new all-time high. I've just went public in 2019. You kind of formed this W formation. Boy, that's a, that's a great technical breakout. And if you hold above the 75 level, it could consolidate here for a while before its next leg higher. But this is a, a very, very nice uh, little breakout that we've seen here. Again, consumer, but secondary play in the consumer. Uh, next one is Roblox. I've talked about this. The big gaming company, Kids Play. I don't have any kids, but I have niece and nephews, and I know they play it. Uh, one of my analysts, his kid, pl- loves playing it too. Uh, huge run-up after the I- IPO came back down, came down again, and then the, the breakout. And We come down quite a bit from there because the numbers they uh, that Roblox reported in the last couple of weeks were a little below expectation, so you've seen a pullback, but, man, oh, man, nice support around this 80 area, and I got to tell you, just, it's just one of these companies that – you don't see the it's slowing down. And this is a company that the kids love and the kids are spending their parents' money at it. So uh, one to keep an eye on. Switch back here a little bit. This is a company I've talked about a few times, uh, Kiering. And the reason it keeps coming up because it keeps meeting a lot of, of the trends that I like. and. You know, you don't want to ignore something if it keeps popping up for whatever reason that might be. Caring uh, uh, is, again, it's uh, high-end uh, clothing lines. Uh, the uh, number one, in, in my opinion, here is Gucci. I'm, I'm the biggest fan of Gucci. There is Saint Laurent, uh, Alexander McQueen, Balenciaga, etc., uh, etc. Et so big, big names, uh, obviously based over in Europe. Uh, about a 90, high $80 billion company. Uh, look at growth for this. Top line, 10%. Bottom line, 135 half. Doesn't sound like a lot, but for a company this size, it really is. It's been consolidating up here around this 900 level. Uh, but again, the chart, look at how it ran up, consolidated, ran up again. Boy, I, I just think there's, there's big upside. Again, the rich get richer, folks, especially in inflationary times. Don't forget that. I'm going to keep talking about that a lot going forward. Uh, I got some fun things about inflation I'll be doing in the next couple months too. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, We're gonna switch gears here completely. And again, these are in no specific order and and I kinda like them in no specific order. Um, Next one we're gonna take a look at here is uh, is Rumble On, RMBL. This is a really, really interesting company. Uh, It's a play on uh, toys, if you will, but not the toys you think about, adult toys. Um, what, What they call basically ATV type stuff um i think what is the term they use for it uh there's a term they use for our sports i guess sports vehicles power sports vehicles Uh, but they they do a lot of stuff and they're going through a merger right now uh, with a company called ride on but right now it's only a 130 million dollar company and if you look at the future growth boy it looks really really good It looks like potential to make 1.55 billion in revenue next year. I just mentioned how small this company is. It's got revenue growth annual 77.5%, bottom line growth 124%, looking in terms first annual profit next year, and a couple bucks a share at that. Uh, Ramble on, or sorry, rumble on. I want to say ramble on every time I see this. Rumble on, it's it's a pretty interesting play. It's run up. It's been all over the place. Uh, But this is, you think about the power sports, the toys, the consumer, where the spending's happening. This is an area, it's a very aggressive play being this small, uh, but it is one you may want to, again, throw in the watch list, keep an eye on do your due diligence of it. Uh, Speaking of spending on on things, well, I guess not to say you don't need This is a good thing. It's a healthy thing. It's Peloton. We know Peloton was a big winner during the pandemic, ran into some issues because there was a a child who died on the uh, uh, treadmill. It's come back up and it's kind of been a no man's land. It's out of the news as of late. It was really, you know, one that was in the, in the forefront of the news during the pandemic uh, with, all, with most uh, fitness facilities closed down. It's now a $32.2 billion company. Future growth revenue, 22.4% annual. Bottom line, 54%. Uh, by 2025, looking to make 2 hours and 31 cents a share. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's made a profit this year, but it's, it's gonna dip a little bit potentially for a couple quarters and then take back off. I, I think this is a, is a great long-term play. Uh, and again, it's not because they won't have competition. It's not because I think fitness facilities won't reopen because I'm looking to open more. Uh, it's not that, it's the fact that it's a SaaS play, software as a service, because you're paying a monthly fee to have this big screen on it to be able to get to classes and do the rides you want and the instructors you want. If you've paid all this money for the treadmill or for the bike, the last thing you want to do is see it collecting dust. So if you're paying the, the 15, 20, 25 bucks, whatever it is a month, I think it's actually 40 bucks a month to Peloton for the classes, it's a motivator. And you think about what you're spending at a gym for a trainer, it's a pretty cheap way to do it. And again, if it's sitting there, you're either going to sell it, we're going to continue to pay that. And it's one of those uh, monthly subscriptions that I think is just a great model. So that's that's a big reason I, I'm, I'm a fan of Peloton uh, going forward. I might skip something because I feel like there's a, I have a lot in this list that uh, I can't get to every single one. But the next one I'm going to take a look at here is... Uh, it's a pretty interesting one. It's, it's a consumer, obviously, but it's a different way of looking at it. It's Caesars Entertainment, and we'll pull up the chart. CZR is the symbol. Obviously, we know Caesars, what they do, um, you know, casinos and stuff, and, and hotels. And Caesars, for me, I, I'm, I'll be heading back to Vegas for the first time in October uh, for a conference, and what's fantastic is the conference is on Monday, I think the tw- October 24th. The day before that, my beloved Philadelphia Eagles are playing the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. So. I couldn't have better timing to come out a day early and go watch my Eagles play. So Caesars is a $21.7 billion company. And we're gonna see some big growth in in the next couple of years. Uh, Top line 15%, bottom line 74%. Uh, I think it's gonna be extremely uh, profitable business. I think you're gonna see a huge turnaround in Vegas. You're seeing it already. You're seeing conferences out there. I love to see people get back to normal. Uh, And this is, uh, to me, it's a nice way to play that return to normalcy. And again, that consumer who wants to get out there and spend. Gambling's not a very good way to spend it, but I'm just saying where I think it's going to go. I'm not saying it's the right place, but it's where I think it's going to go. This might be the right place to go, I don't know, but um, this company I've talked about before, Pool, symbols P, -P P-O-O-L. Here's a great example of a company that rallies up, consolidates, and breaks out. That's what it did right there, looking really good. Pool, you know, has been, had a hell of a run over the last decade or so. The company I've kept an eye on for a long time. Never uh, pulled the trigger and bought it, I don't think. I know I don't own any now. $18.2 billion company. Uh, take a look at the growth. It's only showing top-line growth of 7.2%, bottom line 102 But 2023 is only two years from now, making close to 15 bucks a share. So it, it, it is making big, big money. And I have a friend who's uh, just bought a new house and looking to put a pool in. They can't, get a, they can't get anybody till next year. He tried to grease the guys and everything couldn't get nothing till next year for pools. Pools right now are hot. you know I know we want to get back to normal, but a lot of people realize well you don't mind staying home especially if the kids had the pool at home, save some money. So I think we will see a lot more people putting pools in. I've said I've never put a pool in my house, any houses in the states at least. but obviously I'm putting in a pool in Nicaragua when it's this hot at my house here, which hopefully the plans are approved today folks and we can start building soon. And breaking ground. So, uh, what else we got here? We got pool. Uh, we'll do three more, three quick ones here. Lululemon. We all know Lululemon. Uh, you know, yoga pants, that type of stuff. Uh, also makes a lot of men's clothes, casual men's clothes. Having a hell of a day today, breaking up, do its uh, best level in several months. I like Lululemon as again a play to get back to work. I think when people get back to work, uh, it's going to be more of the, the long-term chart here. Oops, sorry. Here's a long-term chart for you here and here's a short-term breaking out. When it comes to, uh, to Lululemon, it, for me, they make a lot of that business casual, especially for men, comfortable clothes. Not really my style, uh, but you, most people my age will dress their age appropriately. I don't, I dress like a, like a damn teenager half the time. But uh, you're seeing a breakout here, and I think Lululemon could do well with that, and just continued people getting back into uh, the gyms and stuff too, and wanting to have a, a bit of a new wardrobe. Uh, Next one is going to be, again pretty much a straight consumer play, Hibbit Sports. Uh, this is a company that sporting goods, again, I, I just like the sporting goods aspect, and I've been talking about sporting goods for a while. Uh, Hibbit Sports is a $1.2 billion company, so still, still a small company. Down south, it's, uh, it's in uh, Birmingham, Alabama, where, where it's based. Uh, you look at the growth, and it's actually negative growth, because it's had a spike the next couple of years. But I still think, when I look at where it stands right now, uh, the estimates for this year, uh, fiscal year, $1.5 billion and it's trading at 1.2. So it's trading at a price of sales next 12 months or current fiscal year, I should say, uh, below one. It's had a nice pullback here in the chart. I, I think this is, again, I, I mean, it's extremely overlooked uh, right here, looking at this one. And the last one we'll take a look at, when I first moved to Nashville a few years ago, I moved to the South. I thought it was so funny. Everybody had these Yeti things. And I just think it's so overpriced for like like a cooler and keep your beer warm or be, sorry, keep your beer cold. If you need a Yeti to keep your 12 ounce can of Miller Lite cold, you're drinking too slow in my opinion. But the chart tells me otherwise, I always stayed away from it. Even though I knew it was a cult following, I stayed away from it down here and it wasn't a smart move on my, on my opinion, on my, my part, but it's consolidating here, broke out to a new all time high, sitting right there. It, it has a really weird cult following. And again, Getting back to normal, people spending on things again, $7.7 billion company, it's amazing to me that's a $7.7 billion company. Top line growth, 13%, bottom line growth nearly 17%. By 2025, making $4.42 a share. So yeah, it's not cheap, but it's got nice growth and it's got a hell of a chart and it's it's in a a hot sector that's uh, people going out, doing things, drinking, having fun outside, camping. Also, so many different angles and it's consumer again. The consumer getting back to you know, where we should be. So, um, so I hope that helped. I, I thought it was pretty cool to come up with some really different ways um, to look at uh, at the consumer. So, quick update here in Bitcoin. As I mentioned, we broke below twenty nine thousand for a moment this morning. We're back up to 31,565 right now. So we have seen obviously a twenty seven hundred, you know, almost yeah, about twenty seven hundred dollars off the lows. So up about eight nine percent off the lows already uh, in a matter of a few hours. So We'll see what happens, we'll keep an eye on it for a year, but again, my long-term thesis is good. I got a lot of emails and calls from people this morning about it when it broke 30. That always tells me uh, the more calls, the more crazy people are thinking, more emotional people are thinking, the more bad decisions people are making, and it's mostly selling. I don't know if it was a 21st before it goes back to 65, but I still think the odds of going to 65 uh, are very, very good. All right, folks. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you guys have a couple of good ticker symbols. Um, and uh, again, thank you so much for for following uh, me and everything uh, that you all do. And um, I, I, I can't wait to keep doing what I'm doing. And uh, I hope you have a great uh, rest of your day. And again, I'm Matt McCall, and that was your moneyline. The Money Line with Matt McCall. McCall. To find more information, head over to McCallMoneyWire.com. That's McCallMoneyWire.com.